Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so excited that you are joining me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about transition. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with, as I believe I have some good truth from the Word of God to share with you. I'm going to cite a few things from a good friend of mine's book. His name is Dr. Jerry Williams. He's a pastor here in the area where I live. He's a tremendous man of God. And the name of the book is Vision, Balance, and Movement. I want you to grab a copy of this. It's a small book, but it's got a lot of powerful gems. And I'm going to be sharing some things from this particular book, as well as some things that I've prepared to share with you today. And I'm excited to really help you understand this thing called transition. There are a lot of people that are in transition even before the pandemic, but exactly even now, they are definitely in the throes of transition and moving around and trying to figure out what is the next move? How do we get there? When we get there, will it be something that we're excited about or or will we still be in a situation where we're still trying to figure out if this is the right move? So I'm really hoping and praying that this show will bless you. In Joshua, Chapter number one, if you can grab your Bibles, Joshua chapter one, I'm going to look here at verse number nine, and I want you to see this if you can, if you have an opportunity to read it. If not, you can definitely read it later. I would recommend this book. It has a lot of powerful jewels in here and a lot of things about how to push forward and see the things that God really has for you. The will of God is not automatic. I wish it was, but you got to put your work in. And so this book is really going to share some things with you. So read chapter one, read the whole book, obviously, but uh, Joshua chapter one gives us kind of a backdrop of some things. First of all, Moses has died. And, you know, with any death, uh, there's a lot of transition. And so Joshua, his disciple, his protege is taking over. And I'm sure Joshua's feeling like, can I lead these people? Can I take them into the promised land? Because Moses was a tremendous man of God. Time would not afford me to talk about all the things that Moses did. He was God's friend. And so I'm sure Joshua is like, I just can't step in the shoes of Moses. His shoes are too big for me. And so God is really trying to help him to understand some things about what he's asking of him to do. And so in verse number nine, in Joshua chapter one, he says, have I not commanded thee? He's asking him a question. Be strong and of good courage. Underscore that. Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Underscore that. Neither be thou dismayed. I want you to underscore that word too. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whether soever thou goest. I think that is 
such a great passage there for people that are going through transition because God is very deliberate in the things that he's trying to encourage Joshua with. First of all, I want you to be strong and I want you to be of good courage. This is not a time to shrink back. This is not a time to question if you're the right one. I want you to be strong and of good courage. Don't be afraid because fear we know is a paralyzer. The moment that you are afraid, you cannot move. Don't be dismayed about what's going on. This was going to happen anyway. Moses was going to die. People do die in our lives. And so I don't want you to be dismayed, Joshua, for the Lord thy God is with thee. And that's the thing that I want you to hold on to in this transition if you're going through one. God is with you wherever you go. So that's the thing that can really hold you and encourage you and push you forward. Even when you want to throw in the towel, even when you think this task is too big for you, even when some things happen in your life that is not of your making, God is saying, I'm with you whether so ever you go. Now, let's define transition so we can be on the same page. Transition is the process or period of changing from one state or condition to another. Here's a few more definitions of this word transition. Transition is a movement. It's a passage or change from one position to another. The word transition is often used in human services to refer to the general process of someone moving or being moved from one set of services to another. But here's the definition that I like for transition. When something has ended, so something new can start. But the new thing hasn't started yet. So God works gradually in preparation, but suddenly in achievement. I'm going to say that to you again. God works gradually in preparation as he's preparing you. It'll be a gradual thing, but he moves suddenly in achievement. And the things that you will achieve once he prepares you is going to be worth the wait. Now, Dr. Jerry Williams says, in every organization, there are times of transition and seasons of change. Organizations are more dynamic rather than static, especially in the local church, knowing when to speed up or slow down in pursuit to fulfill mission and vision, statements are important. So those are the things that I really want to share with you from the onset, especially as we're transitioning, going from one movement to another, from one passage to another, from one journey to another. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon. So I don't want you to get tired in this race because you've got to know when to slow down. You've got to know when to move forward. So you have got to have your ear pressed to the mouth of God in this season, which means that you're going to have to disconnect yourself from every other voice and voices that are telling you to do some things that have not been where you're trying to go. But God has been where you're trying to go. You got the master teacher. You got the Kung Fu master, man. You got the person in your corner inside of you who has been there. They've already achieved everything you're going after. God himself knows everything. He knows the topography. He knows the geographical landscape. He knows who he wants to connect you with. 
We've got to calm down and let this process unfold. So I don't want you to be anxious and nervous and afraid because all of these emotions do rush in. But we've got to push it out and understand our time is now for the development for what God is going to take you in. And although you haven't been there before, you've never started the business before, you never started the ministry before, because we start to look at ourselves and say that we're inaccurate, or should I say we're inadequate for the things that God wants us to do. But would God have chosen you if he didn't think you could do it? God knows everything about us. Now, as it relates to our personal lives, Vision can be defined as a revelatory ability to see the desired end before the beginning. What you need, you might want to write this down. What you need is revelation, not information. I'm going to say that again. You need revelation, not information. We think that if we can get more information about a particular subject, we're going to feel better about it. But you know what's going to happen? Your mind is going to ask you more questions. Well, how does this work? Well, when is that going to happen? You constantly need information once you give yourself more information. In other words, as long as you feed yourself more information, it's just going to give you more questions that you've got to ask. Revelation is different because when God reveals something to your heart, you got it. It's something about when you know that everything is going to be all right. The conditions are bad. The situation has gotten worse. But it's something about when God reveals to you, you're going to make it out. You're going to be the head and not the tail. You're going to be above only and not beneath. That revelation holds you. It's secure. It gives you confidence. So we need to be praying in this season, Lord, reveal to me what I do not know. Take the blinders, take the scales from my eyes and teach me in this season, season while I'm going through this transition and help me to understand that revelation is what I need right now. And when you have revelation, the enemy can't take it from you. Information is different because it's always changing. So to move from beginning desire to the end of the fulfillment necessitates strategic implementation. But God will help you with what to implement and the things that you need to take out. The wise preacher once said, to everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under the heavens. And you'll find that in Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1. Everything has its time. I'm going to say that again. You might want to write that down. Everything has its time. It's not the time to do everything. Don't let people force you into doing something and you know it's not the right time. When it's the right time, it will be revealed to you and you'll know it in your heart and peace always accompanies God's voice. When God is speaking to you, you've got peace about it. So you're not moved off your square. Everything has its time, especially when we're talking about accomplishing plans and purposes and goals and objectives. As a pastor, I'm always challenged with this. Is this the right time to move? Is this the right time to start this ministry? Is this the right time to add staff? Is this the right time? It's always something that's coming up that's challenging me. Is this the right time? Because 
People want what they want. But as a leader, you can't give them what they want. You got to give them what they need. And only God knows that. And so one of the things that I want to really minister to you today in this transition, God knows the people you need to help. He knows the places you need to go, but you've got to get in the right timing. Let's pray for timing right now, because if we get out of time and out of season, we're going to mess up people's lives. We're going to mess up ourselves and we just don't have time to go back and do our first works over again. So let's slow it down and let's get in the right time with God. So you and I need a real sense of timing to affect solid decision making as well as manage God's purposes for our lives. The purpose of God has to be managed. Whatever God gives you, you've got to manage. So, Lord, make us a manager, make us a steward over the mysteries of God the revelation of God, our own lives, the people that are looking to us for wisdom and knowledge. In this thing called transition, I want you to know it's a part of life. But if you know how to shift and move, like driving a stick shift car, if you've ever driven one before, you know you got to hit that clutch and that gas at the right time. If not, that car going to stall. It's going to cut off on you. So we've got to know how to shift and move. And when we do, we'll always be operating at the right speed, at the right pace, at the right tempo. So let me share this with you. When I was a kid, the circus would come to town every year and it was called the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. And man, I love that. I just couldn't wait as a kid to go. One of the uh, attractions that they had was the tightrope walkers. I really love that. As a kid, I would be so nervous because they would be 20 and 30 feet in the air. And at that time, I didn't know that a net was up under them. So if they fail, they were going to fall in the net. I thought they were just going to die if they fell off that tightrope. But one of the things about those tightrope walkers is that they had to maintain balance as they moved across that rope. As they begin to walk, they had that balance beam. And I noticed that they would slow down and then they would speed up. They would slow down and then they would speed up. I didn't know then that they had to stay on balance. They had to manage because if they didn't, they would fall. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be great for the act. It wouldn't be great for what they were trying to do. And that's what you and I have to do. When we are on a tightrope and when we're walking and doing the things that we have to do, when we haven't been there before, we've got to speed up and we've got to slow down because we've got our own weight to balance. We've got our own uh, physical stature. Everybody is not built the same. Everybody doesn't have the same desire. Everybody doesn't have the same motivation. And so if you're going to get across to the other side, when you're going to get across to that landing pad, you have to avoid the temptation of moving too fast when you should be moving slower. And only God in you, the Holy Spirit, can dictate, son, you just going too fast. Daughter, slow down. So we got to listen to God. If you can listen to God, I always tell people they want to know what should they be reading and studying. I'm always telling them you need to spend time in prayer listening, because if you can listen, then you can obey. It's not. See, we think the more that we know, the better off we're going to be. But what is necessary is to be slow to speak and we need to be quick 
to listen. So success is not the destination, but it's the journey. I'm going to say that to you again. You might want to write that down. Success is not the destination, but it's the journey. So let me give you two things that I think will help you get to the other side. And this book alludes uh, to these things that I'm going to talk about in there, too. The first one is, is what is called the law of expansion. It is believed that all things in the universe and the universe itself expands and contracts. Examples of this includes air, water, metal, concrete, wood, your heart and your lungs, and even your waistline expands. Now, if this is true, we can apply this principle to our lives. In Genesis chapter number eight, verse number 22, you can look at this if you can. It says, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. I want to say that to you again because this is profound. While the earth remains, while the earth is here, you got seed time and harvest. Many people don't use these principles. The world does, and they continually embarrass us because we won't use the word of God. They use it. They call it something else, but they're using it and they're getting results. You always have a seed. I, I teach it like this. Seed time. So you got seed when you plant it, then you need to give it some time and then you got harvest coming. I'm going to say that to you again. Seed time. Let's break it down. Seed. When I plant my seed, then I need to give it some time and then I've got a harvest. You always can transition when you've got a seed to sow. If you don't have a seed to sow, you there's no need for you to be looking for something. But you've got a seed that you can sow. So give it some time. I'm not going to talk about this whole principle of the seed because it would take too long and it's another show, but I think it's so important in light of what I'm saying about transition because a lot of people feel like they're stuck in their lives, but you're never stuck when you got a seed. It is your seed that is going to get you across the finish line. It is your seed that is going to help you to see what you have to make it to the next level. When you know you can sow and get yourself to a greater place, then that should excite you. So you got seed time and harvest, cold and heat. What does that mean? It'll be cold in a season, but don't worry, it's going to heat up. Some of us might be in a cold season right now. We may feel the chill. We may feel like nothing is growing, nothing is moving. I'm in a dark place right now. A place of depression, discouragement is all around me. It's cold right now, but I want you to know the seasons are going to change. But the question I have for you is, what are you going to do in your cold season when you know the heat is coming? What you do in a season that you don't want to be in will really predict when you get to the next season how it's going to be. Because, again, with the whole thing about seed time and harvest, we don't plant a seed, but we're looking for a harvest. If you didn't sow, don't look, don't look to reap. So I want you to be encouraged and understand that these are the things that happen. Winter. And summer, the Bible says, most people don't like winter, but summer is coming. So I want you to prepare. Preparation 
is so key for you to be successful in the things of God and just things in general. Even when you look at the Olympics, you know, the Olympics come around every four years, I believe. And so it's a very strategic time for runners and swimmers and people that participate in that ceremony. But it's what they do. They've got a four year time to train for only a 10 second race or or a marathon or triathlon or whatever it is that they're participating in. Think about that. They train all of those years for a short race. But what you do in your downtime, downtime, I teach is prep time. What are you going to do when things are not the way that you would like for them to be? So you got to train your soul, train your mind that this is not going to always be. I'm not going to always be broke. I'm going to have some money. But what do I do when I don't have any money now? I've got to start conditioning my mind for prosperity. I've got to learn how to sow. I've got to learn how to uh, confess the word of God. There's so many things that we have to learn how to do. So this is learning and education time. And then the last part of Genesis 822, and day and night shall not cease. Day and night is always going to be. So if you're going through a nighttime, daytime is coming. If you're going through daytime, nighttime is coming. I mean, these things are going to always be. Day and night shall never cease. So the key is to flow and grow with life changes. Write that down. The key is to flow and grow with life changes. Growth necessitates changing seasons and transitions from one season to another. So change can produce growth or the lack of growth, and growth certainly produces change. There is a birth of a vision, the trying of a vision, the death of a vision, and the resurrection of a vision. I'm going to say that to you again. There's the birth of a vision, when a vision is birthed in your life. But then that vision is going to be tried. It's going to go through some trials and tribulations. So think it not strange when you're going through trials and tribulations where this vision is con a concern. It's going to happen. Then there's going to be a season, man, where there's going to be a death of that vision. That vision may die on you. But then, just like clockwork, there is a resurrection. This is why we always celebrate the death and burial of Jesus Christ. And we should do that more and more because it's a profound revelation because people thought it was over when Jesus died, but they didn't know he was going to come back. And then the people that were crying, they were rejoicing when he came back. But there can be no new life unless there is a death. Some things need to die so that the power of God can resurrect the new things in our life. So to get to the other side, we must know how to move when God is moving and slow down when God is slowing down. Let's not get ahead of God. So I want you to say this. I've got to keep moving when God is moving and I got to slow down when he has stopped. I got to slow down when he stopped, because if I just keep going, I'm going to run into something. So this is why when you drive it on the freeway, you see something called yield. You've got to slow down because there's some oncoming traffic that you can run into and you can just mess your whole day up, mess everything up when you get in a car crash. And we just don't have time to keep messing up. We've got things to do. My last point, point number two, 
stay on balance. All right. Stay on balance because vision helps us to stay on balance. Habakkuk chapter two, verses two and three. This is a familiar passage of scripture, but check this out. The Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come to pass. It will not tarry. This is a powerful verse of scripture because we've got to understand that visions ought to be ran with, not sat upon. That's movement. That's transition. Visions are not to be scrapped tossed aside or discarded, but pursued. So get your vision plan back out. Get what God said to you a couple of years ago. You tossed it away. You buried it. You, I don't know. You got to get that back out again because God, when God said that to you, he meant that. The problem is, is that time is the enemy of faith. And so, you know, we get excited when this vision happens and then it goes through changes and it goes through all of the things that I mentioned before. And then we get this thing in our mind that says God is not going to do it. Maybe I thought this was what he said. Maybe I was dreaming this. No, you've got to trust God. If this is what God has said, you've got to trust him. And know whatever he said to you, he's going to do. So get that vision back out and look at it again because God is saying, I want to do something about this. So God says that the visions have an appointed time of fulfillment. Regardless of the changing conditions from season to season, whether these circumstances are out of necessity, they force the visionary to slow down but never stop. Slow down. But don't ever stop what you're doing or present situations that make speeding up favorable. That's balance. So you got to stay on balance. And I know it sounds redundant because when we're staying on balance, we got to slow down. But then we've got to speed up. And then there are times we got to speed up and then there are times we got to slow down. But we can never stop because if we stop, we get stuck. If we stop, we get discouraged. And that's why maybe you have stopped because you got discouraged. Maybe you stopped because you just got filled with fear. Maybe you stopped because you're ambivalent. You don't know which way to go. Maybe you stopped, man, because somebody died in your life. Or maybe you got sick. And we know these things happen. But what I'm praying for you in this season is that God, through his power, will encourage you again to believe. If you only believe, will you not see the glory of God? I'm telling you, you will see God's glory infused in your life that will push you and give you the motivation and the husband that you need to stay in the race and get over to the other side because there's purpose in all that you go through. God is not trying to destroy you, but he's trying to toughen you up like he did Joshua. I'm sure Joshua was like, I can't do this. But God kept encouraging him. And then as he received that encouragement, he realized that God was with him. So wait for the vision to be fulfilled. You got to wait. You got to be patient. Arm yourself in this season with patience. Don't quit if it takes longer than what you thought, because it's always going to take longer than what you thought. 
You know why? Because you're not ready for it. We think we're ready for it, but generally we're not ready. So it's in this time of patience that God is making us ready. Whatever it is that you don't have is because you're not ready for it. If you were ready for it, you'd already have it. So it's not a delay, or should I say it's not a denial. It's just a delay, but the delay is to help you, help you to get ready for what God says is yours. Without balance and the right movement, the visionary will bail out on the vision. I'm going to say that to you again. Without the right balance and the right movement, the visionary will bail out on the vision. Have you bailed out on the plan of God? Have you bailed out on the business plan? Have you bailed out on buying the house, the car? Have you bailed out on the ministry? Have you just bailed out? Did you walk away? If you did, we already know why it didn't come to pass. Because you bailed out. And I get it. But I want you to get back in. I want you to buy into what God says. God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it to you, he's going to fulfill, fulfill it through you. So don't get discouraged. This is not a season to be discouraged because all the hell will be thrown to you. But greater is he that lives in you than he that lives in the world. I want you to wait upon the vision because if you do, if you wait, it's going to renew your strength. In Isaiah 40, 31, I want to close here. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. If you wait, you will get strength. If you don't wait, you're going to stay weak. The scripture is so very clear. We make the Bible so hard, but this thing is so clear. Wait on the Lord. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Wait to get renewed strength. Maybe you're down, out, discouraged. Wait on God. He knows what you need more than you think you know. More than your wife, more than your husband, more than your prayer partner. God knows what you need. Transition really can be a fun time for you if you understand that God is not going to leave you. And that's why I gave you that verse. Have I not commanded thee? Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou go, Joshua. Don't ever forget it. And I want to encourage you, don't forget what God said to you. The moment you forget what God says said to you, the wheels will fall off the bus. The moment you forget, you just need to go back and be reminded. Even in my own life, I just realized I just needed to be reminded of what God said and build it back in my heart again. The faith starts moving. The joy starts moving. The anointing starts moving. Things start shaking up inside of you for the better when you remember the word of the Lord. All right, that's all that I have for you today. I pray that a few things that I share with you really blessed you. If it did, I want you to email me at info at thomasadeloach.com. Go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. I've got a subscriber box there. Put your name in that box and click the send button and I will send you a free PDF. Do it today. I'm praying for you. Believing that the best is right now. It's not yet to come. It's right now. You are living in your right now moment. 
embrace it. Embrace this season of transition because things are changing and they're moving for the better for you. Until next time, God bless you and peace to the family. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.